Who originally had stars in his eyes? I'm C. Gabriel. Welcome to Guess the God. Brand new episodes and lots of super fun stuff will be available beginning in August 2022. For now, here's an episode from the original SagaCraft podcast. I hope you like it. Thanks for joining me. I can see you. Yes, you. I can see all of you. I have never had an easy time dating. My friend said I just hadn't met the right woman. Frankly, I found it presumptuous of them to assume it was a woman I was looking for, but hey, I did have a wife once, so maybe they were just deducing. Still, it would have felt good to know that they supported me no matter what my choice. In any event, it had been a long time since... I'd had any interaction. The only one I know who is interested is Rose, and the truth was I found her repulsive. Sure, she was excellent in the interaction department, but she was kind, obedient, and attentive. It made me shudder. It was all I could do to enjoy the romp and get out quick. I was looking for something more alternative. A month before, I'd fallen hard and far for a lovely little package named Lilith. She'd just been through a painful breakup, and what with me, a widower, I thought she'd be all into me. My wife and I, bless her soul, had a lovely relationship. I always treated her with respect, and I never hesitated to let her be on top. In fact, it was my preference. After a long day, it's good to be taken care of. But no, Lilith just wasn't over the other guy. Said she was made for him. Whatever. I finally had to accept that it was time to move on, though I still loved her. I decided to go on a walkabout. Well, a flyabout. Clear my heart through bodily exertion. That's what I intended. I changed into an eagle. We do that, you know. It's to keep the canines guessing. Am I predator or prey? I flip a wing in their direction and they lunge. And just as they charge, I jump back and turn into me again. And they leap back whimpering and give me that, I've been a bad dog look. No end of fun. Anyway, so I change into an eagle and fly toward the outback to be alone. Only I soon remember that I forgot to eat. I know it's funny that I remember that I forgot, but that's how it went. I never forgot to eat before I fell in love with the little vixen, but that's love. It leads to starvation. I looked down, and there were three blokes in my forest. My forest, where I'd come to be alone, sitting, prepping some meat for the fire. So I perched up in a tree to have a little fun. I put a time capsule spell on them. My wife taught it to me. She used it to keep her face useful. I used it to keep their meat raw. You should have seen them checking it again and again. It took them hours to look around and see what I was doing. By the time they did, I was starved. I'd have picked a different trick if I'd known how daft they were. I promised to lift the spell and let the meat cook as long as they let me eat first. They didn't even come back with a counteroffer. They just agreed. So the meat cooked. When it was done, they took it off the fire and, appropriately, offered it to me. I flew over and chowed down. I was famished. I'd almost polished it off when one of them came at me with a stick. Me. Came at me with a stick. But then I glanced over at him. He was kind of hot. As I said, it had been too long. By this time, though, he was swinging at me. Instinctively, I grabbed him and took off. I just wasn't thinking. I was hungry in more ways than one. It had been too long. I headed back to my house and started the descent when I misjudged and smacked him into a tree. Suffice to say, he was no longer looking so hot. He was looking more like the earlier meat. 
and it occurred to me that this was a bad idea anyway. My daughter, bless her heart, was home probably making me a dinner I'd like much more than the grody meat the three trespassers served. So I veered upward and turned to take him back, only to smack him into another tree. He started screaming, in both terror and rage. It would have been kind of sexy if he wasn't such a mess. On one hand, this was not the relaxing flyabout I was hoping for. On the other, I'd always found that business transactions go better when the other participant is afraid they'll die, so I thought quick. Clearly, he was no longer dating material, at least not for a few weeks, but maybe he could hook me up. Ethan, I shouted, swear you'll bring me Ethan and her apples or I'll put you down. When he didn't answer, I smacked him into another tree. At that point, it didn't make much of a difference. Next week, I added, for clarity. I swear, he answered after another hard thwack. You see, oaths in our world are unbreakable. You can try to break them, but it doesn't work out. If you don't go to the Forsworn, the Forsworn comes to you. So the following week, I waited in the forest, and sure enough, there was Ethan and the previously hot guy still in recovery. I turned into an eagle once again and swooped down, grabbing her and taking her back to my house. This time, though, I was so excited, I forgot about my daughter. As soon as I landed, my wee Scotty ran out to show me the cake she had just made, an apple cake. She and Ethan bonded immediately. They ran into the kitchen together and baked up an apple-flavored storm. As you might imagine, this was not how I expected things to go. I was thinking a nice dinner, drinks, and maybe some trauma bonding. But now my girl had taken Ethan as her plaything, and there's nothing I can deny my little pumpkin. When I faced that the two of them could keep at this for weeks, I decided enough was enough and flew off to spend some quality time with Rose. I claimed to be in the area looking for Ethan, who I'd heard was missing, and spend my days alone in the forest and night in Rose's bed. But then, one morning, I was looking out her window when I saw a falcon leaving my house. I had no falcon friends, but Ethan had one. And my poor little pumpkin was alone at home with that apple-bearing immortal. I took off immediately in pursuit. I flew and flew as fast as my wings could carry me. I was heading toward the gated community at the other end of the forest in fast pursuit. I was almost upon it when I passed over the enclosure and was met by a second wall, this one of flame. My poor feathers lit like tiki torches and I plummeted to the ground. No, I cried as they set upon me, who will look after my little pumpkin? And with that, they plucked out my eyes and threw them into the sky where they still are today. Glittering stars. I can see my pumpkin. I can see you. Yes, you. I can see all of you. And special thanks to the fantastic Zoe Magic for her phenomenal editing skills.